Money and happiness. Does it equate? I don't know, but before I dive in, let me just go ahead and get into my theme music. This is Young Jeffrey, The Young Jeffrey Show, and today I have a special, special episode for you guys. Um, today I'm going to be discussing whether or not money can buy happiness. Some people say, no, money can't buy happiness. Happiness is from within. And some people say that, you know, with money I'm less stressed. I'm able to take care of people. I'm able to buy things, do things that I want to do, and, you know, live life on my terms. So, yes, money does buy happiness. Um, today I'm going to be discussing this 2021 study that basically illustrates that money does indeed, from a scientific standpoint, Increase happiness in individuals. Now, and this study was conducted by Mr. Matthew Killingsworth, who's a senior fellow at Pennsylvania's Wharton School, and he conducted this study based on uh, this app that he created, where people are able to track their happiness, track how they're feeling on a day-to-day basis, based on the influx of cash and income that they're able to get up to a certain amount. And the study concluded that with um, this influx of cash, even over seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars a year, you know, that happiness continued to increase. The more they were able to accomplish financially, the happier they were. The their well-being increased. Uh, they were less stressed. They were able to do more things. They were less worried. They were able to take care of more people, donate to more charities, you know, give more to their church. All these different things, and that indeed increased their happiness. And when they didn't have a certain amount of money, the worry. Um, that they had far outweigh, you know, the stress that they would have when dealing with more people when they had more money. So it's a lot to unpack here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm a basically give my opinion on how I feel about money buying happiness thing. It's been a age old question: Does money buy happiness? Does money buy love? All this, all this stuff, right? Um, so basically, I'm just gonna dive into the topic. So, in a blanket statement, does money buy happiness? My answer would be no, right? As a blanket statement, does money buy happiness? And the reason why is because just because you have money, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy, right? So, if you have a lot of money and you're unhappy, then that automatically debunks the blanket statement of money buying happiness. Because if you're worried for $100 million and you're unhappy, that doesn't make any sense, you know what I'm saying? There's no that's not a direct relation. However, if you're broke and you don't have any money, the stress, the worry, the angst uh behind not having any money at all can far outweigh the stress, the worry, and the angst you have from having money. Because when you have a lot of money, you know, you have a lot of overhead, you take care of a lot of people, you employ people, you have to provide insurance and all of these different things that comes with having money, right? Your investments are up and down. You know, you're losing properties and, you know, stock markets crashing and all of this stuff can happen when you have a lot of money. So you got to keep that money circulating in the market. You can't just let the money sit in the bank. Right. So a lot of people, they they they're banking on these markets succeeding so that their money can continue to grow. 
right? I, that's as simple as I can put it. So when you're in that scenario, of course, you're going to be somewhat stressed. Some days are better than others. You're going to be stressed a little bit. You're worried about how, you know, this going to take off. Is it not? You're worrying about whether or not you're going to be able to close on this deal, whether or not you're going to be able to get this property, whether or not, you know, your investments are going to work out in your favor so that you can get a return on said investments, right? So that can come with a lot of stress and worry and angst. When you're broke, you're worried about the bare minimum. And these this is basically called, you know, Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, right? So on the baseline level, you know, you need food, water, shelter, clothing on your back, you know, the basics, right? If you don't have the basics, you go into what's called survival mode. So when you're in survival mode, you'll do anything just to get those basic needs met. You'll do anything to get some food. You'll stand on the corner with a sign. You'll rob somebody. You'll go into somebody's home. You know, you'll kill somebody and take their chain and pawn it. You'll do things that are outside of your character because you feel like you're in a mode to survive. You're no longer living life. You're just trying to survive. You're trying to get by. You're trying to get your basic needs met. You're trying to get some water. You're trying to get food. You're trying to get clothes. You're trying to find a homeless shelter you can go to to lay your head for the night because you don't want to sleep on the sidewalk in the middle of Dakota, right? So these are things that... A lot of people just can't seem to understand. So I'm going to give you a, a finance one-on-one, right? This is not financial advice. This is not from Forbes. This is not from a diagram that I've seen. This is just basic, real-life finance one-on-one. If you're single and you're working an entry-level job in America and you're making after taxes, at the 401k, at the insurance, you know, and that's, you know, health, dental, and vision, coming out of your check let's say you clear a thousand dollars every two weeks so that's two thousand dollars a month right and you're you're single you don't have any kids this is this is taking out all those factors because with more factors comes more money more responsibility more overhead right so let's say you have two thousand dollars a month two thousand dollars a month after taxes at the 401k at the insurance health dental vision right your rent for a one-bedroom apartment, let's say, is eight hundred dollars. I'm being generous. I've seen rent for one-bedroom apartments nine hundred, thousand, twelve hundred, a lot of money. It depends on where you live. It depends on a lot of different things, right? But let's just say it's eight hundred dollars. I'm being generous. Let's say that your utilities, your electric, your water, your trash, all of that has bundled, and it's two hundred dollars a month on average, right? That's a thousand dollars. Between rent and utilities, half of the money that you made this month is gone. Period. Half the money that you made this month from your check, checks, plural, is gone already. Just rent and utilities, right? Let's say you have a car and your car is $200 a month. Once again, I'm being generous. If you have a newer car, you know, you got a higher market value. You know, it depends on the rate that you got, but I'm being generous. Let's say it's $200. That's to push up to $1,200. Now you're going to have to get car insurance. Geico, Progressive, you know, it depends on what age you are, you know, your liability, all of that good stuff. But let's just say that it's $150 a month. I've seen $300 a month. I've seen $400 a month. If you've got an accident, if you're considered high risk, if your age is an issue, all these different things, it's going to be higher. But I'm being generous. Let's say it's $150, right? So that puts you at thir- that puts you at uh, $1,350, right? You've netted $2,000. Now $1,350 is already gone. So let's keep going. Let's say that you, uh, you know, you working, you need Wi-Fi at home, right? Not even getting into cable. Most people are using streaming services: HBO Max, Disney Plus, Netflix, YouTube TV, all of these different services, right? So let's say you you need internet for that stuff, right? So your internet is a hundred dollars a month. Now you're at fourteen fifty. 
you're at fourteen fifty. You've netted two thousand. Now you're at fourteen fifty. Now you gotta eat food. You know, you gotta eat food. So I'm being generous, but let's just say that you can survive off of fifty to sixty dollars a week at the grocery store. You're able to get some meat, you're able to get some veggies, you're able to get some rice, some beans, you know, a couple cases of water, you know, some juice, you know, a pack of eggs and some cheese, right? You're able to get the basics, a loaf of bread, whatever, sixty bucks. I'm being generous because most people eat out two to three times a day. Most people go to Starbucks in the morning. Most people are eating, you know, lunch out somewhere with their friends or on their lunch break. They get an hour from break, hour break from work, right? So they'll go out to McAllister's or they'll go to, you know, get them a salad over here that costs twelve dollars, and they'll or they'll go to the juice bar and get them a juice that costs eight bucks, whatever, right? So most people are spending anywhere from twenty to thirty bucks a day on food, which will equal up to during a work week. About $150 a week. That's $600. That takes you out of here, right? That takes all the rest of your money. But I'm being generous. For a person who goes to the grocery store and goes to Aldi or something and spends 60 bucks, that'll be approximately $240. So that puts you at approximately $1,700, right? That's with food. Now you got to go back and forth to work. So most people commute to go to work, but let's say you work within a 10 to 15 minute radius of your job, I mean, of your house, right? Then that that's another fifty bucks a week, right? So that's two hundred dollars. So that puts you at nineteen hundred dollars. Now between <laughs> between your house or your rent, your utilities, your Wi-Fi, you know, your gas, your car payment, your insurance, going to the grocery store. I hadn't counted eating out. I hadn't counted you know going out with your friends. I hadn't counted if you if your you know your car breaks down. I hadn't counted you know Apple Music. I haven't counted all of these things that we pay for: DoorDash and credit card debt and student loans. And I hadn't counted any of that. All I'm saying is that if you live by yourself, right, and you get an apartment that costs eight hundred dollars, and you paying utilities, and you got a car payment, and you paying insurance, and you going to the grocery store. And you putting gas in your car, you have no money left from your check. You work 40 hours a week, you get an 80 hour check after taxes, 401k, insurance, which is health dental vision. Um, you're clearing about $1,000 every two weeks on average from entry level position in America, right? So, which means you have to make more money in order to be able to afford more, in order to go on trips. In order to buy more clothes, in order to buy the shoes that you want, in order to buy jewelry, in order to, you know, buy better furniture, in order to buy a lot of these luxury items that we like, in order to be able to go to Starbucks every morning if you want to, you have to make more money than the standard forty to forty-five thousand dollars a year that the average American is making in this country from an entry-level standpoint. So, does money buy happiness? Money definitely gives you a comfort. That you can't get when you broke, right? When you worrying about bills and you worrying about how you gonna pay this, how you gonna pay that, how am I gonna move these things around in order to make things work? It can get stressful for you, right? Does that necessarily equate to more happiness if you have more money? Not necessarily, but it does correlate to you being less stressed when it comes to a financial standpoint. Um, you can still have a lot of money and still be suicidal. Um, you can still have a lot of money and still not have a whole lot of support. Uh, you can be taken for granted. You can be taken advantage of in a lot of cases. A lot of people don't see you 
as even having feelings and emotions at that point because they're like, oh, you got money, you got money, you got money. And they don't necessarily look at you as a human anymore. They just look at you as a machine, as a robot. Uh, they feel as though money makes you invincible and money makes you heartless and money makes you somewhat inhumane, you know. And if you have money, a lot of times people are just not going to look at you the same. You know, a lot of, you know, a famous saying, right? Money doesn't change you, but it changes the people around you. And in a lot of cases, that is true. You know, a lot of people, they get money and it's just like, you know, the friends don't look at them the same. Uh, the people that they used to work with don't look at them the same. Their family doesn't look at them the same. Everybody wants their hand out. You, you the one that paying for the family reunion every year now. You the one that got to give the most in church now. You the one that has to, you know, make sure that your auntie's house don't go in foreclosure no more. You the one that has to do everything because everybody know you got it. And that can take a toll on a lot of people when they don't know how to handle it and they don't know how to say no. They don't know how to manage that expectation. Um, so money and happiness is definitely uh, something that's been a hot topic for years. It's an age-old question. But what I would say is, you know, I wouldn't be so quick to necessarily say that money doesn't bring happiness either. Because a lot of people, they're so negative and they're so negative towards money that the money just runs away from them. Like, it's like... It's like, oh, man, money ain't everything. Money ain't this, money ain't that. And people are like so negative towards money that they sometimes pushing their blessings away. And that can be disheartening. Like, I understand that, you know, money might not be 100% everything, but it's, it's, it's not a bad thing to have money. It's not a bad thing to be able to have more to give more, you know, to help people out and, you know, to get your mom nice stuff for Mother's Day or to, you know, get your girl something, take her out to eat. Imagine this. If your girl sitting on Instagram all day on Twitter, she's seeing money bag yo by Ari and Eurises and Rolls Royce trucks and people, you know, girls getting flowers delivered to their jobs and girls getting necklaces for anniversaries and girls getting all this stuff on Instagram. She just sitting there and she's sending it to you in your inbox and like, oh my God, this is so cute. And people going on these vacations and getting these purses and all this stuff and you can't do nothing for your girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't do nothing. I'm not saying that you got to get your girl a Rolls Royce or a Birkin, but you can't take your girl out to eat. You can't take your girl, you know, get her a flight to Mexico. You can't get your girl a pair of J's. Like, you can't get your girl a pair of earrings or you can't do nothing. I'm not saying that this got to be an every week thing. I'm just saying, like, anniversary, birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, you can't get your girl nothing. Like... Your girl on Instagram all day long, seeing these girls pipe the fuck up with all this jewelry, all these cars, these fly ass, you know, apartments, and really out here moving and circulating, and they man buying them five, six Birkins at a time. I understand that you can't afford a Birkin, but you can't do what you can do within your wage. That would be a your wage equivalent. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't get her a Birkin, but can't you get your girl at least like a Michael Kors? <laughs> can't you at least, you know, you can't get your girl, you know, you can't take your girl to Dubai, but let's say you can't take your girl to Cancun. You can't save up for like a year and a half and be like, all right, you know, next July we going to Cancun. We're going to stay at such and such and blah, blah, blah. And he go, I got the tickets already. I, I booked the resort. Like, you know, you can't plan something out you can't do nothing you know and that can take a toll 
on relationships, especially now we're in a visual age. We're on social media. Everything's documented. Everybody's posting everything that they're getting, everything that they're experiencing. People going to a new restaurant, they're posting their plate. People going out of town, they're posting the resort. You know, they're taking pictures in the water. They got bikinis on. People go to the gym, they're posting their progress. You know, people get a new phone and they post in the box and they post a video of them unboxing what they just bought. People got new shoes and they do a video of them opening the box of the shoes. It's crazy how visual we are now and that can take a toll on you, you know. And so money, if you're already happy, money makes you money takes you to another level, you know, because at the end of the day, happiness is based on your health. Are you healthy? Uh, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, do you have a support system, uh, your education level, and I'm not just talking about going to school, I'm talking about like how often you read, how enlightened are you, how do you see the world, your perspective, like uh, your experiences, what you read, what you watch, what you listen to, it all shapes your perspective on the world. So your happiness is based on a culmination of all of those things. So money this kind of takes you to a different level. Yeah, you, know, you already discovered Dubai, you did the research, now you can actually afford a ticket to go. <laughs> you know, yeah, you've discovered, you know, what foods you want to put in your body. Now you can actually afford a ticket to, you know, a reservation to this restaurant. Or you can take your girl over here. Or you can take your girl over there. You can buy her this and get her that. Even though you guys were already happy, you know, but the money take you to a different level. You know, the money puts you in a spot where you can explore more. You can do more. You're not worried about, you know, the financial baseline of your needs. So, to answer the question to the study, the study is saying that even after 80,000 bucks of income a year, your happiness doesn't necessarily plateau because with the, with the oncoming financial accomplishments that you can achieve, it definitely keeps the happiness meter there. You're not stressing over where the money is going. You're not stressing over how, where the money is coming from. You're able to actually live life and get past that baseline hierarchy of needs right so i feel like i feel as though i i agreed with the study to a certain extent um my opinion on it is that i believe that money can definitely enhance and contribute to your happiness um if you're already happy with yourself you know having money is not gonna absolve you from your mental health issues having money is not going to um resolve the you know daddy issues that you have or the mother issues you have or you know it's not going to make your girl love you it might keep her around but it's not going to make your girl love you <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to keep it keep it a buck you know yeah you can be able to buy things you can afford more shit uh, your house will be bigger your cars will be you know of your liking you'll be able to you know wear designer and shit like that but at the end of the day if you just if you're not happy with yourself you're just going to be an unhappy nigga with design on you're just gonna be an unhappy guy sitting in an empty ass house with no love in it nobody to share it with you know or you're gonna be able to you're gonna get a girl that's superficial that don't really want you for you but you lit and you got money so why not you know it's an opportunity you know so to, to to say that money is not important it would be a lie you know Kanye West said that having money is not everything but not having it is so you need money everything costs I just broke down the finance one-on-one if you make if you're clearing you know you make around three thousand dollars a month which is on average it's about um but thirty six thousand dollars a year so let's say you make thirty six thousand to uh forty thousand dollars a year thirty six thousand to forty two thousand dollars a year is the average for the entry-level position in America for 
people for kids coming out of college. So you're 22 to 25 range. Um, if you make it, it means you're clearing a thousand bucks to 1,200 bucks every two weeks, which is 2,000 to 2,400 a month after taxes, 401k, um, and that's health, dental, and vision. You know, ins- insurance as well. So. I broke it down the finance one-on-one of what things cost in America. Everything costs. It costs to go to Starbucks. It costs to have rent. It costs to have utilities. It costs to get a car. Insurance costs. You got to pay property taxes once a year to keep a tag on your car. When your license expires, you got to go replace them. Um, you got to, you know, buying shoes, buying socks, buying toiletries, buying all this. Everything costs. You know, everything is, everything costs. Um, and things that you want costs and things that you need costs. So you need money. And I just broke down that, you know, if you're if you're average in America, it's hard to make it on your own, which means that you're going to have to have somebody else in your household bringing in income in order to help you patch up where you left off. But um, money and happiness is a definitely an age old question. But my opinion on it is that money buys happiness. Money contributes to happiness. Uh, money enhances was already there. So if you're already happy with yourself, you know, you're healthy, you got a good relationship with your family and friends, you know, you have a lot of knowledge, um, you're in the business of self-improving, you know, you got a good relationship with God and, you know, you're going to therapy already and, you know, you're a hard worker and then you come into more and more money as you get older, you know, money can definitely contribute to that happiness that's already there and take you to the next level. Um, But if you're broken, money is definitely not going to fix that uh, so i hope that helps man uh go look up the study by mr matthew killingsworth uh from the university of pennsylvania's wharton school um it's very very compelling arguments in that article um about whether or not money buys happiness and it's from this year man it's from 2021 and it definitely combats a lot of the points that was made in the 2010 study of whether or not money buys happiness so definitely a good read um it's actually published on uh, Forbes.com, so go check out that article. It was published in February, if I believe, of this year um, by Mr. Matthew Killingsworth. Uh, Thank you, guys. This is The Young Jeffrey Show.